0: hello everybody happy monday hope you're doing well had a good restful weekend went inside and figured out more about yourself i got some good follow-up as i normally do from some previous shows the question is you know why do you say that self-knowledge is more important than intellectual knowledge like what you know about trading so the thing is you know for where i'm sitting right now i've read millions of books you know anything that's out there whether it was, you know, about trading psychology, emotional intelligence, anything about trading, any type of instrument. Over the years, you know, you feed your brain. It's good to do for sure. But when you think back of everything that I've read and compare it to everything that I use, it's probably less than 1%. That said, someone could make the argument and say, well, you've read the books, so somehow it's in your, in your brain. That's absolutely true, too. Uh, It's probably background noise and chatter, but it's not anything to execute for, 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 for myself. And sooner or later, you have to do just what Ed said a long time ago, and that was to develop, you know, a strategy or a set of rules with which you're compatible. So you'll be surprised how little of it you actually need once you find what works. Everything else becomes interesting. It's like window shopping um now here's the other side of it if something's not working for you in your trading it's easy to go do an internet search and start learning new stuff intellectually because a lot of times you probably default to thinking that well my overlay isn't working right now meaning the rules that i use 100 percent of the time don't happen to be working for the current market environment that we're in but to me that's very very difficult to kind of you know change gears most of the time you want to stick with your rules no matter what the market environment is because if you try to trade like one trader one day and then in the second quarter you're trying to trade like someone else in the third quarter you're trying to trade like somebody else you're going to get the worst of all those models you really have to do it for yourself And that's tricky. If you're coming from the investment advisory space, you know, you used to be able to say, well, you know, you can't time the market and, you know, you got to buy and hold. And at least that's what you say for your clients because you don't want them to be, you know, going to cash because you can't earn fees on cash. And two, um, you know, if the money's in cash, it's probably easier to transfer. So, you find yourself saying these things that you kind of inherently know or you can feel in your body are not necessarily true but you have but you have to say them because that's what's going to keep the client at bay so sooner or later you come to understand that you have to make some transactions you have to address the concept of losing because if you're in a diversified portfolio with 30 names and a few of them go against you you know a it's probably not your money and two you know, you're, you've convinced yourself if you say it over and over again that you can't time the market, you know, you'll sit there in a dirty diaper with some of those names against you, realizing that even if you're up 15%, it had you cut your losers, you might be up 20% because that's how traders think. So I think when I say self-knowledge is more important than technical knowledge it's because if you don't know what makes you tick if you don't know what makes what destabilizes you as a human being you know if you scare easy you know you're going to want to develop a set of rules that kind of takes that into consideration right which might mean i'm going to trade smaller and i'm not going to use leverage i might even trade really really small and put on only like one half of my optimal position to get into the trade and stay in it this way if something adverse happens that i can't be prepared for and the market moves sharply before i can offset the trade i'm not going to get smashed that helps me sleep at night and that at least helps me be in the game so that i can learn from doing because doing is going to teach you more than anything else because until you start to lose real money you're going to find yourself in a tough spot um so that's one of the reasons why i say you know you should put this all together as uh you start to evolve your own strategy, take into account the type of market we're, environment that we're in. And that also goes for traders who've been around for a while. You know, if, if what you're doing isn't working, it's okay to sit on your hands and sit it out for a little bit. You know, I wouldn't say that I'm a stickler for following your rules and taking every signal. If the market's not working and you're getting in again, getting, you're getting knocked out like intraday or within the next day, there's really no follow through. So you can kind of measure, you know, your recent success and say this market environment is very, very soft for what it is that I do and I need to sit on my hands or I need to cut my position size or I need to just add one risk unit and see how that goes until I start to put some more points on the board. But knowing not to get destabilized, knowing, you know, you know, think about it, knowing how many times did you see people blow up because they're trading too big or they're trading too frequent, frequently. So you can avoid all that because you know who you are. You know what makes yourself tick. If you're a person who seeks revenge, well, then the market will definitely put you in a spot where you're going to want to do that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. So anyway, that's all I have for you today. i like to keep these things uh, bold and brief, give you something to chew on. Of course, if you want to reach out, you can reach me through the website's contact form. Otherwise, I wish you a great Monday, and I'll see you tomorrow.